This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. There's only one. There's only one pod in the Motor City that's keeping you up to date on everything Detroit sports. This is The Daily Ticket with your host, Jeff Rieger. What is going on, everybody? Hello. Jeff Rieger back with you. The Daily Ticket for Tuesday, September 12th, 2023. It's really good to be here. I do want to thank you, as I always thank you, because y'all are awesome. Thanks for subscribing, downloading, wherever you get your podcast, rating and reviewing. Yesterday, we talked a lot about Mel Tucker. And that wasn't really a fun podcast, but you guys flooded it. A lot of views, a lot of subscriptions, a lot of comments. I really appreciate you. So today, have a little more fun. We're going to talk about what we should have talked about yesterday, which is the first weekend of the NFL in the books. Oh, it feels so good, doesn't it? So good to have football back. It really is. And the first week was kind of shocking, to tell you the truth. Like, not only did the Lions go into Arrowhead and take out the Chiefs, the defending Super Bowl champions, but the Bengals got smoked by the Browns. Bengals scored three points. Steelers got smoked by the Niners. And I know the Niners are better. But I expected the Steelers to compete. They were uncompetitive. Saints beat the Titans. Dolphins beat the Chargers. Seahawks lost to the Rams in Seattle. Like, L.A. has no receivers. Cooper Cup is injured. Matthew Stafford had nobody to throw to. He's throwing to me. He didn't throw a touchdown. Didn't matter. They still scored 30 points. It was a great weekend of football. How about what happened in New York? Last night, Aaron Rodgers goes down two plays into it. Ankle injury. Hope he's okay. X-rays were negative. Jets still win the game against the Bills. The Bills are a train wreck. The Bills' window of opportunity, I feel, has passed. They lost to Zach Wilson and the Jets. Then, of course, there was Sunday Night Football. Dallas rolls into MetLife, beats the Giants 40-0. I mean, it's so good to have football back. But I'm not here to talk about any of those games. I'm here to talk about you. I'm here to beg you. I'm here to plead with you because you were right from the get-go. And I want to know if I'm allowed to join you. Let me explain. When the Lions won eight of 10 games to end the season last year, you loved it. First winning season in forever. Lions sold out their season tickets first time at Ford Field. Great draft. 
great free agency. The whole world jumped aboard the Lions hype train. And at that time, Lions fans, because it's been forever since you've had success, y'all made your expectations about what a good season would be. And I don't think everybody did this, but I think most of you did this. You simply said, gotta win the division. Something the Lions haven't done since 93, 30 years. You said, gotta get a home playoff game, which you get if you win the division. Something the Lions have not done since 93. You said you got to win a playoff game, second since 57. All fair, right? Nobody blames you for wanting to actually see success. But I've watched Lions football my entire life, just like you have, and I was not gutsy enough to make the same expectations. I was soft. I was weak. I apologize. I should have been with you. <clears throat> But now that I watched one weekend of NFC North football, I am convinced you're right. Lions better win the division. The Lions better win the NFC North. And if they don't, I'm going to be disappointed. Really disappointed. Because, and I know it's one week, but the Lions are the best team in this division. There's no question in my mind about this. Let's break it down, shall we? Three other divisional teams played this weekend. Two of them played each other. Bears and Packers. We'll get to it. But let's start with the Vikings. They deserve our respect. The defending NFC North champs. What did they do? They lost to the Bucs. More specifically, they lost to Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield marched in to Minnesota and took down the Vikings. 20-17. to 17. Baker Mayfield was 21 and 34, 173 in the air, two touchdowns, no picks, rating of 94.4. Got the job done. Started three of 11, but rebounded nicely. Baker Mayfield beat the Vikings. I don't know if this is true, but I heard somewhere if you lose the Baker Mayfield, you got to forfeit the season. Season's done, it's over. I can't believe it. Now, Tampa does have seven starters left from their Super Bowl winning team. But let's be honest. They're rebuilding. The Bucs stink. They play in a bad division. Most of those guys are going to be traded by the deadline, including Mike Evans, who caught a touchdown pass. Bucks stink. And they went into Minnesota. They beat the Vikings. Now, does that mean the Vikings stink? No. One game. A lot of teams start slow in the NFL. But they'll lose to Baker Mayfield. After winning the division, I think the Lions are better than them. Not to mention the Lions had success against the Vikings last year. If it wasn't for a Dan Campbell boneheaded play, something he admitted himself, in the first game in Minnesota, Lions win that game. Lions won the second game at Ford Field by 11 points. But get back to yesterday, two days ago. Kirk Cousins was 33 of 44, 344 in the air, two scores, one pick, Rating over 104. Not a bad game. Not enough to win. But there could also be some trouble looming in Minnesota. See what happened with Justin Jefferson? 150 yards receiving. He's so good. He's amazing. 12 yards in the second half. 12 yards in the second half. 
And then after the game, and it was all over Twitter, it was all over Minnesota newspapers, Justin Jefferson is sitting there by himself on the bench after they lose. And everybody's wondering, like, what's going on? What's going on? He has a year and a half more left on his rookie contract. Will he be back? Will he sign another contract? Is he pissed that he lost to the Bucs? Probably should be. Here's what he said after the game. Quote, I have the same mindset as I had before. All I can do is play football. That's what I'll continue to do. I know my team. My team doesn't care about the contract. I don't either. I just want to be here for my teammates, play for my teammates, and of course, get these wins. Right thing to say. So let me recap. Minnesota loses to Baker Mayfield. Justin Jefferson is pouting on the bench. Kirk Cousins, how much longer is he going to be in Minnesota? At some point, he will start to decline. Last season, Minnesota went 11-0 and in one-score games. This year, they're 0-1. 11-0 to 0-1. Usually how it works, by the way, isn't it? Like, I go back to the, what was it, the 19 Bears that won the division? They had, like, a ton of turnovers. The next year, all that luck went away. Same thing with the Vikings. We all knew they were frauds. They lost to the Giants in the postseason. We all knew they were lucky. They lost to the Bucs in week one. They lost to, again, let me get this correct, Baker Mayfield in week one. Am I supposed to believe that the Vikings are as good as the Lions? I'm going to say no. Not to mention, they got worse in the offseason. They lost Alvin Cook. They lost Adam Thielen. I got to tell you, people, the more I watch the Vikings, and I watched a lot of that game, the more I realize the Lions are better than the defending champs, without a doubt. Without a doubt. You agree? Disagree? Comment section below. But let's go to the next thing. Because it's not just the Vikings in the NFC North. What about the Bears? Bears played on Sunday, nationally televised game. They were horrendous. Packers, divisional team, beat them 38-20. to Let's start with the losing. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next? Last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This was supposed to be the year for success. They went out, they got Justin Fields help. Offensive lineman and DJ Moore. I love Justin Fields. I forever will stick up for him. I once did a radio topic that the Lions should, should have taken Fields in the draft instead of Panay Sewell. That did not go over well, and it was probably wrong. I love Justin Fields. I love him. I think he's going to be successful. But he sure in the hell wasn't successful in week one. Chicago gave up a first-round pick for DJ Moore. He was targeted twice. How is that even possible? He was targeted twice. DJ Moore is the best receiver on their team. Targeted, I'll say it again, twice. Now, that's not on Fields, but kind of is. They upgraded a woeful offensive line. They took right tackle Darnell Wright in the draft, 10th overall pick. They also went out and got the veteran Nate Davis. He's a guard, too. That line was awful. It was awful again on Sunday. 
Justin Fields was pressured all day. Sacked four times, threw a pick six, only threw one touchdown, 24 at 37, 216 in the air. Led the Bears in rushing. You don't want to see that. 59 yards. Khalil Herbert at 27 on nine carries. This was a national game on Fox. Fields had the chance to prove to everybody he's ready. Didn't do it. Bears stunk. Got blown out. Now there's all kinds of freaking out going in Chicago. Unbelievable. Bears stink. Lions are better than the Bears. They were last year. Beat them both games. I don't think it's out of the realm that they do it again this year. Now, again, one game. Don't get too carried away. But through one week, the Bears stunk. Through one week, the Vikings stunk. Are you seeing a trend here? It's not that the Lions are good and winning the arrowhead and got the victory. It's that these other teams in the NFC North stink. Lions should win the division. I'm joining you people. Can I join you? Is there room on the bandwagon? But let's talk about the Packers. Because the Packers throttled the Bears. 28-20. 38-20, rather. They did put up 38 points. Jordan Love threw for 345, three touchdowns. Rating of 123. Is it really happening? Like, can the Packers really pull the hat trick of quarterbacks? The trifecta from Favre to Rodgers to Love. Is it going to happen again? I don't know. I have no clue. But they sure did look impressive on Sunday. But I couldn't figure out, were they impressive or were the Bears that bad? Because the Bears were pathetic. So, obviously, one of the teams had to win that game. And Jordan Love looked really good. And I'm happy for him because he took a lot of crap. But is he the next era parent? Is he Rodgers-esque? Is he Favre-esque? I'm not ready to go there. Just one game. Now, Green Bay got talent. Aaron Jones got dinged up, but he had 46 yards rushing and 86 yards receiving. He's awesome. Rookie tight end Luke Musgrove from Oregon State had 50 yards receiving. And they won the game on the road at Soldier Field without their best receiver, Christian Watson, who might play next week. So again, I don't know if the Packers are that good or the Bears are that bad. But overall, let's be honest, the Lions are better than all three teams. Don't you think? And if you don't believe that the Packers, if you don't believe or you think the Packers are better than the Lions, we're going to find out pretty quickly because the fourth week of the season, in Lambeau on Thursday Night Football, the Lions take on the Packers. And then at least for the time being, all the questions should be answered. So my very scientific finding, through one week of the football season, I want to know, can I join the bandwagon? Because the Lions should win the freaking division. It's not even close. This division is so winnable. It feels like the AL Central, but you're not stuck with the Detroit Tigers. You're stuck with the Minnesota Twins. That's what it feels like. That's what it feels like. Great weekend for the Lions. For the most part, underwhelming weekend for the NFC North. So I ask you, comment section below. Are the Lions the best team in the NFC North? Through one week, yes. But are they the best team in the NFC North, meaning they should win the division? The answer to that is, of course, yes as well. Question number two, is it too late to jump aboard? Do I need a T-shirt? 
how does this work? Because I think the Lions should win the division. And if they don't, I'm going to be very disappointed. Comment section below. Fun to talk about football again. Will the Lions win the division? Are they the best team in the division? Heck, did they have the most impressive win of the weekend? Let me know. Comment section below. We will, as always, react to some comments now. I do it every episode. I react to comments. Some good, some bad. I read them all. And I appreciate you. Here was a good comment. And it was actually a question. I like when people send me questions. I like to answer these questions. Question. Rieger, what is the one thing you know for sure about football after watching this weekend in college football the last couple of weekends? I got two things. Number one, Texas is obviously for real. They marched right into Tuscaloosa. They got a W. They didn't even look that surprised that they did it. Tide is in trouble. The tide is also turning in college football. Texas is for real. Quinn Ears was great. Great. Everybody's talking about Archie Manning. Forget that. Quinn Ears was fantastic. So, Texas for real. Number two, always pick USC to cover. They played three times. They've covered in two games. They played in week zero. That was the one time they didn't cover. Caleb Williams, the quarterback, should win the Heisman again. He's that good. He's amazing. That offense is so prolific. I watched him against Stanford over the weekend. They covered the spread, which was like 38 points in literally a quarter and a half. They ended up winning 56-10. The brutal thing, at least for me, two weeks in a row because I'm stupid. I took USC not to cover. For the final bet, the final leg of five-leg parlays, I would have won both parlays. USC screwed me in both games. You might be asking yourself, why against Stanford would you pick USC not to cover? Well, the games are shorter. The clock is running. You get less plays and less drives. Problem is USC scores so quickly, it doesn't matter. I thought Stanford could maybe, I don't know, divisional game, conference game. Maybe they could actually, again, I don't know, try to stop that USC offense just a little bit. I was wrong. I paid the price. I lost the bet. So you ask me what's the one thing I know for sure? Again, two things. Texas is for real and never bet against USC. They will always cover. By the way, in two weeks, they go to Colorado. How great is that game going to be? I can't wait. Oh, it's going to be amazing. Dion versus Caleb. Let's go. All right. Let's go to the bad comment of the day, shall we? This comes from Freak, one, two, three, four, five, six, creative name. Says the following, Rieger, can you shave your damn head already? When you do a podcast from a lit room, you can really tell how badly you're balding. So either shave your head or please do the podcast in the dark. Or both. Thanks. I don't know. It's a pretty lit room. Let's see. Yeah, I see your point. Pretty thin up here. But trying a new style. I'm not going to shave it. My wife won't let me. My daughter won't let me. But I'll try to put some product in it. Maybe that will help. Anyway. 
that's the daily ticket for the day, everybody. As always, I appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for rating and reviewing. We will catch you tomorrow on the daily ticket. In the meantime, answer in the comment section. Am I allowed to hop back on the bandwagon? I want to join you. I agree with you. Lions are going to win the division. There's no doubt in my mind through one week of football. Can I join you? You should like to have me. I'm a fun guy. All right, we'll catch you tomorrow with The Daily Ticket. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye.